The following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is your friendly neighborhood, Pinhead198, back to you, James T.C. Coming to you with a new episode, and this is going to be the last one for a while, well, not forever, but the last one at least until the end of the month, which is not that far away considering we're in February, and we only have 28 days here, so... It'll be somewhere around 28th or the 1st of March, so this will be the last one because by that point a lot of stuff will get out. We'll have the next new week in wrestling content. I'm sure many more stories will drop. I have no, no reservations about that. I know there will be more stories to drop. Hell, they're already dropping now as we're recording this, and I'm sure even more will once I've gone out. And even furthermore, I want... To let people, you know, we just did the Phantasm audio commentary, which I hope you guys enjoyed, hated, whatever, you know. I hope you enjoyed it, though, but that was an hour and 35 minutes of me rambling on about my favorite horror film of all time. A drunken rambling. And then the, the episode before that was a drunken prediction, which is going to coincide with this episode, by the way. But we have enough material out there where we can let it rest for a couple of days at least. Especially considering I gotta start doing a little more focus on my full-time job as well to get that done and start getting more rest so I can do higher quality, not just videos and podcasts here, but on the Filmmaker Mike and the Boys show, on my, I gotta rebuild my YouTube channel, not that it was anything, but bring it back from the brink of death because I wasn't doing shit with it. And for a small amount of time that I got like 12 subscribers those poor souls are just sitting there going, what the fuck's wrong with this deadbeat? Those that actually give a fuck. But that's for a later date. But that's where we're at. On this edition, we're going to get into it. You know, we like to correct and talk shit and enjoy stuff. So I would be remiss and I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't talk shit and correct one James TC, that is myself, Pinhead198, my government name, and correct his, my predictions of what Elimination Chamber was. I got some pretty bad, I got some pretty wrongs. However, one of them, even for the people in the know, it was unforeseeable. And it explains a lot of why Bobby has not been wrestling over the last month. Bobby got injured, so now I understand... Why Brock won the title, but it should not have been that way. You made Bobby look like a fucking punk. You could have taken him out any other way and made a long, like, really made it. You guys could have protected Bobby Lashley. You know you could have because you've done it in the fucking past. You could have physically protected him so he didn't get injured in his any further and made it look like he got obliterated by someone like Brock or anybody in that chamber. Obviously, it should have been Brock. But you made him look like a bitch that got some punk-ass concussion. and It's also bad for the implications of what really does happen in professional wrestling and football. Specifically, those two sports are the highest, highest rate of CTE. So, it's not really a key-key-key moment, but beyond that, you guys made my boy look like a bitch, knowing full well he's going to be out for four months because he has a fucked-up injury. 
But that's neither here nor there. That's just making excuses for what we're going to get into. We're going to admonish myself. And we're going to praise what I did get right. Because I did get some things right. Not knowing I should have done a little more research. And I like to criticize about research. So I, like I said, I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't criticize myself. Should have done more research as far as in the Ronda Rousey. But then the other ones that I got wrong, I'm like really and so did a lot of fans a lot of fans were not happy with this overall elimination chamber this is not just me as a lot of you know dummy or dummy AEW fanboy you just like Tony Khan hey dummy you hate WWE you're a hater well now y'all are in my boat so it can't be called because 80 and this is being generous 80% of the overall WWE fan base hardcores myself included by the way because if I wasn't a hardcore fan of WWE, I would have dropped them into the fucking sea like a stone 10 years ago after CM Punk left. But, you know, I hate WWE. But the fact of the matter is everybody is in the most part, except for the true blue WWE lollipop lickers and apologists... The moral majority of all of us agree that this was, at the very best, a fucking average middle-of-the-road lackluster pay-per-view, and at the very worst, it was fucking dog shit. So let's get into that, and that's coming up. Also, I will do... I'm trying to... Because I, I did watch Free Guy. I'm saving that for Filmmaker Mike and the boys, and not just out of loyalty, but... Mike did recommend it to me, so I, I want to give credit where credit's due. Whether I liked the movie or I hated it, we'll find out. Tune in to Filmmaker Mike and the Boys. So I'm trying to figure out... Oh, that's right. I'm going to save that for another time. Because I need to get into an actual, in-depth, full-blown spoiler review of my opinion... On the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I know I briefly went over it. But I mean full blown. Letting my grandmother. State her opinion. Who She put it into an interesting perspective. I don't know if I agree with her. But I respect it. Because let's face it. She knows more than all of us. Unless one of y'all got a, like a 90 year old grandmother. You know. Late 80 year old grandmother listening to this show. Which I highly doubt. Because she would not like my language. My grandmother has been around longer than all of us have as far as the horror movie community is concerned. She was probably there for the first fucking horror movie to be put on film and celluloid. So she has a right to state her opinion because she's far more of an expert than any of us motherfuckers. She was probably around for the first H.P. Lovecraft and Edgar Allan Poe fucking books to be written. So yes, she's entitled. Like I said, I don't know if I agree with her, but she highly enjoyed it. And then when she explained it to me, I understood, but I, I was like, oh, okay. But we'll get into that in the next episode. Let's dedicate this one to my fuck-ups, and let's get into it. And let's start, because I've already got my episode pulled up on the old Spotify. And let's hear what I had to say going into the Brock Lesnar match. Main card kicks off on Peacock. And I will say I will pause and correct a lot of this because for one, I cannot stand that many people think that it's different, but I cannot stand 
the sound of my own voice. It's like, I throw up in my mouth a little bit when I listen to my own voice. It's like nails on a chalkboard because it doesn't sound like what I think it is. So I will be giving myself a break as well as you from my own voice. That's why I don't edit a lot of this shit here when I'm putting it because I just cannot stand to sit through it. But So my condolences to you. Now I know how you guys feel because I can only imagine how you guys are. Let's get into this. At 12. For those of us on... You know, and right now I'm talking about the start time. It was at 9 in the morning. But it was scheduled for 12 well the posting these guys and, and it wasn't you know well that was east no they put it in this pacific and that's a rant for another day the incompetence of peacock and the wwe deal but let's go easterns or excuse me yeah on, or, or, we're on the west coast but it doesn't matter. We're going to get the 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So. But see, you could tell from that I was confused because they can't even figure it out. And if I'm trying to go off their information, the company, and they can't figure it out, how the fuck are we? And this is what I'm talking about, the phoned-in incompetence. Then it makes me look fucking in and sound incompetent. Be there at 12 on your clock. You actually should have been there at 8.30, to be honest. It started at 9 because I saw the start. I was like, because it tells you when you missed it. Hey, sorry, you fucking idiot. You missed it. It was. It started at 9, but, you know, catch the replay in 40 minutes. Because it takes 40 minutes for these fucking losers to get the replay up. That's that's insane. That's insane. <laughs> anyway, elimination chamber match for the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins versus Austin Theory versus Riddle versus AJ Styles. So this can go one of two ways. And I still stand by the comment I am about to make because this could have gone one of two ways. But this was before I found out, and a lot of us did, that Bobby Lashley was not storyline injured, but legitimately is injured right now. And we'll get into the details once we get through all the course correcting of my dumbass, and we'll talk about the injury. But he can potentially be, a, even as a beast and a handsome, sexy black beast, he's great shape, especially for, you know, he's not in his young prime anymore like he was when he first started in the WWE. He's still in fantastic shape. Even with those, we could see him out for four to five, maybe even six months if they really want to rebuild him. Not just his body, but. His persona, because not for nothing, especially in the WWE, the WWE fans have the attention spans of a gnat's dick. So he's going to be forgotten in two months, let alone four. Lesnar will win, and it will be a double title match. So against Roman Reigns Championship, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins versus Austin Theory versus Riddle versus AJ Styles. So this can go one of two ways. Brock Lesnar will win, and it will be a double title match against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Make no fucking... So, I wasn't completely wrong, so I'm going to correct myself in my correction. Because that is exactly what is going to happen. That is who won the Chamber. Spoiler alert. I mean, come on, if you didn't think there wasn't going to be spoilers when I'm correcting my stupidity of an Elimination Chamber review that happened three days ago... You need your heads examined. So, spoiler alert, 
I know we're not doing the Jeopardy shit. Like, this is basic brain dead 101. Brock Lesnar is win, did win, excuse me, he is now the fucking Raw Universal Champion, and he is going to face Roman Reigns as a unification title match. Ha ha ha. We'll get into why that's ha 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 in a minute. For the title, hopefully at night two for the main event at WrestleMania this April. So I wasn't completely wrong. Let's continue. Let's think about, ladies and gentlemen, Roman Reigns and fucking Brock Lesnar will be facing each other for a title at WrestleMania and probably night two, the main main event. If you're smart. If you guys have any brains. Correct. See, great minds think alike, James. Ah. No one wants to (laughs) win on Saturday. Unless you bring in the big thing. Do not yeah, no one, and, and, and I stand by this. No one wants to watch this shit on Saturday. Like, even even us diehards. Like, we want to go out, have a good time. You either want to do one of two things or a combination of both. You want to go out, have a good time with your boys and get shit-faced drunk and watch a game or something and then come back and see the event. Or you want to stay home with your family and, and, and enjoy the time you have with your family. Whether it be your husband to a wife and kids or vice versa. Or, or, you, or you're sucking and fucking your boyfriend in the back alley of a San Francisco dumpster. I don't care. There is far better things to do with your time on this short pl- on this short time we have on this ball, this dust ball we call Earth, than watching WrestleMania, mediocre WrestleMania at that on Saturday night. And you could put a combination of that. Take your friends and your family to the local pub. Get fucking shit-faced with them. Give the kids some quarters and let them eat pizza while you guys do adult shit. And you can all have a great time. It's going to be far better. Hell, going to the local bowling alley with no alcohol whatsoever will be far better than what we will be given at WrestleMania. Prove me wrong, Vince and company. Prove me wrong. Because I have no doubt that the talent can prove me wrong on that because they're always top tier even in a shitty wrestlemania but the storylines and the results <laughs> you be the judge we'll find out in april the first week april 2nd and 3rd if i'm not mistaken we'll look that up to be clear before the end of this but prove me wrong vince mcmahon and company on that side of the fence prove me wrong let's continue before i get even more pissed off that Vince McMahon and his fucking incompetence. Do the stupid shit. Where you blow your load and you bring in Roman Reigns. And that and this is very valid. I'm going to pause it one more time. Yes, this is very valid. Do not do this stupid shit where you blow your load on Saturday. Because no one will give a fuck on Sunday. Which is the traditional slot for WrestleMania. Which has been for years and which it should always be. Because it's usually, especially when WrestleMania is hitting on all cylinders, it's the, just like the Super Bowl for the football fanatics. It's the last good thing we have on the last day before we have to go to our shitty fucking full-time jobs, you fucking cretins. And that's why I get pissed off. Fucking grotesque grot goblins. Sunday, so people that don't care after, Oh, well, we got to go on Sunday at the very least watch the Are we getting it? This is easy mathematics. We have to watch the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match. We have to watch Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. Put those on Sunday, which is what it should have been. So I got that wrong. Really gonna be and we'll here. discuss that. Roman Reigns versus 
Goldberg for the Universal Championship. They dug old man Goldberg once again, and it's oh. always when it's a major title. And we'll just skip past Durant a little bit, and we'll get into the results of, oh, this was, and I told you it was going to be a shit show. I said it right here. Win. And this is going to kind of sound contra, I'm not fucking up. Anytime the Saudi government wants a major pop, and there are a possibility of the current champion losing their title, you bring Goldberg in. Or The Undertaker. Now, this is where we get into a little bit of a gray area. Because or DX or Triple H, or like it's been rumored, there's a high, high probability, although you'll probably fuck it up, because you literally, they said what, you have... 50 days, I'm not sure what he's, you, you literally have, we're at February 23rd. Let's be accurate here, because we've already done enough inaccuracies in this past. So, when is WrestleMania? And you can all do the math for yourself, since I'm terrible at it, and we can get this 100% accurate. WrestleMania this year, when is it? It's in April, the first week. I know that for a fact. I just don't know the exact days. When are the exact days? Night one. That's for 2021, stupid. Not, I'm asking for 2022. It's clear as day. Right here. Tickets are on sale for WrestleMania. The two-night event will take place Saturday, April 2nd. And Sunday, April 3rd. So for the sake of argument, we start WrestleMania the 2nd of April. From February 28th to, it really should be argued, April 1st. Because that's the go-home show of SmackDown before WrestleMania. They're doing in that amount of time, if they can get the bag dropped. And a, I can't even say good, but a decent enough storyline... One Mr. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes, the beer-swilling Texas rattlesnake himself is supposed to be making a return. And no, ladies and gentlemen, not for a, f a little bit of a ho-hum, drink a beer and stun someone. They want him back for a fucking match. And this goes back into the Saudi Arabia conundrum that we have right now. And why things went the way they were. And why we even bothered to waste our time with the Goldberg versus Roman Reigns match for the title. Knowing full well, you motherfuckers. All of us did. Even not my grandmother saw it coming. And she only watches wrestling with me casually. She knew that Goldberg was going to lose to Roman Reigns so that we could set up for the Brock Lesnar Versus Roman Reigns main event. Like, like, why are we doing this? This is a waste of everybody's fucking time. Including the prince of Saudi Arabia. The Saudi prince should be ashamed of, of himself for begging for this. Because it wasted your time. But let's continue. How, how did the match go? Well, let's find out. And let's find out if my prediction was correct to what the match was. Let's go. Because I could be wrong. I've already been wrong quite a few times on this episode. That's why we're correcting it a little bit. Let's find out. The bottom line of the Saudi government and saying, you know, 
Goldberg wins on that night, which is a very And this gets in the uh, an, an alternate scenario plus politics. We can go past it. We can get into a real in-depth if, 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 it, if it's necessary. Yeah, this is me talking about... Okay, so this is where we get into the point. Sorry, folks. Roman Reigns has to retain the title. No shit. Even my grandmother knew it. Right here. This is where I should have known. This is a, a, a and this and this is just a generalization, but I knew Goldberg because. <laughs> Some of you are a trip. I'll just say that. DMs are are a new thing to me. That's all I'll say. But anyway, I knew that Goldberg was not 43. I knew he was much older. I knew that he was 55. And and we can... So let's look it up. Am I right? I might have gotten that wrong. Wrong. Let's look it up. Goldberg's age. There we go. Already preloaded. What is the age of Mr. One Bill Goldberg? Professional wrestler. He is, as of... December 22nd, because his birthday is December 22nd, 1966. He is age 55, correct. I fucked up his age in that, and that was my fault for, you know, a lot of the alcohol. But more importantly, I was being, I was doing a generalization, and the point still stands. It makes it actually even worse if Goldberg were to win, if a 55-year-old man were to beat this young prospect who is stacked. All the fucking competition that you put against him to make him this uber fucking Samoan beast. That's exactly why you want his cousin, once he wraps up all his major Hollywood action shit, to come back and have one final match. And it is actually a possibility because there's two things. Vince is willing to drop some of that Saudi giant Saudi bag on Dwayne, which takes care of the money, so that's out. And number two, you go, oh, well, Dwayne, wa-. Dwayne wants one final match. He's gone on record saying it, and you know who he wants it with? You got it. The Uber Beast, Roman Reigns, his cousin. Those are from his word. Those are, those are the words from his mouth, not mine. Look it up. I'm tired of doing the work for you. Look it up yourself. You can see it. He wants it. Whether it happens or not, that's a discussion for another day, but... They both want it. And it further proves even hammering this, home running this point home, you cannot make this uber beast, especially heading into Dwayne Rock Johnson, who is younger than Goldberg by a couple of years, but is also in far better shape, and then expect him, expect a 55-year-old man to mow through him, and then you say, oh yeah, he's going to beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. <laughs> sure, let alone Dwayne at a couple of WrestleManias in the future. I would predict if it does happen, it's going to happen in Rock's favorite country, Hollywood. That's right, I said country because they are their own fucking morbid, degenerate country. They just pretend they're a state. But I would say... and place a bet that the Rock Roman Reigns match will happen at the LA WrestleMania when they go back 
to Hollywood. The one, you know, that my hero, Jonathan Cena, will probably be hosting and wrestling in to steal the spotlight from both of those men because Jonathan's ego cannot allow him to have Dwayne The Rock Johnson's ego overshadow it. So... Sorry, we got into a little rant, but that's 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 my point in this whole segment that we're getting into. There was no way you were going to believe, and this is why I say, furthermore, it was a fucking waste of all of our time from people here in the States to there in Saudi Arabia and Jihad or Jeddah, excuse me, Jeddah, where it was taking place. This historical, and it was, because this is the first time in Jeddah, in Saudi Arabia, a major, a major actual real W, not a made up pay-per-view like Crown Jewel and Suck Me, Fuck Me and Backdoor Action and and great, a real established pay-per-view, whether we like it or not was taking place in another country. It has never been done ever not a major pay-per-view that actually a major pay-per-view that actually controls what happens in the most major pay-per-view of the entire year WrestleMania this was a significant shit so this is a further testament of why I said this match was a waste of our fucking time because anybody with even the brains of a walker on The Walking Dead, a fucking George Romero zombie could see this shit coming, that Goldberg was only here out of nostalgia, not to win a title. And not for nothing, he, he announced his semi-retirement because once again, he got hurt. Because you're too old for this shit. You're in great shape, buddy. You're in better shape than I am at 55 than... I won't mention my age. We're not going to go that far deep in the exposure. But you are in great shape. That doesn't mean you're in great ring shape. And Rock, Dwayne, let this be a lesson to you. Learn from the last time you came into the ring and thought that, oh, me being a muscle, great, in great shape, handsome man was going to help me be in wrestling shape. What happened to you? You tore your pectoral muscle from the bone. There's a, there's a high, high difference between ring in ring shape and being in shape, period. Ask the NFL athletes who take, who, Go into the combine in the NFL combine and then try and do a tryout at the performance center to become a wrestler. They're in fantastic shape. Not in ring shape. And a lot of them bite the fucking dust and ring the bell and say, I can't do it. Imagine what some of you fatsos like me, but those the over the outspoken fatsos out there that really believe they can do it eating a bag of Cheetos, and drinking 12 packs of Mountain Dew a day. <laughs> okay, fat fuck. You just keep believing that dream. Anyway, <laughs> that was too much. Let's continue, but the point remains the same. We all knew Goldberg was going to lose. Sorry for that long-winded bullshit. And I'm already disgusted from it, because I know I have to listen to this back once again, just to make sure there's enough, not too much fuck-ups. And God, I like I told you, I hate the sound of my voice. God. Because they had this problem with... Because I'm having a hard time listening to this audio that we're doing here. I'm just... I want to get a bucket and throw up right now. And I'm not being funny or over-exaggerating. I literally feel the bile coming out. Ashley, 
event that Bobby Lashley defended his title against Goldberg, he squashed the fucking shit out of Goldberg and like a Thanos snap, Goldberg bah, and destroyed Bobby Lashley. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Goldberg had <laughs> it was to so go. stupid. I Goldberg, especially if my nostalgia pops out from my... It was so stupid, like, but most of us, and I'm sorry, but most of us that remember this match, it wasn't that long, it was like a couple months ago, where Goldberg got his ass barroom brawl smash, like, he got the, you want to talk about smashing and stacking him, and it, like, Bobby fucked his shit up, and then, like I said, like the, the snap of Thanos, Super Saiyan Goldberg came out, and it was done, and Bobby lost them. It was so fucking absurd. In those stories of two titans like that, you're supposed to tell a back and forth story. Not one guy. I would have been even madder. I would have been just as mad if it was Goldberg obliterating Bobby and then Bobby. In those stories like of two titans, you tell the back and forth story. That's why we have the irre irresistible force meets the immovable object. That's why that cliche is a thing in wrestling, especially. Because it's two forces coming together, smashing each other back and forth. It's not, you don't, you don't do one force just raping the shit out of that person. And then, uh, then the force out of nowhere comes up and, uh, you do that for the smallest mid-card guys like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. You don't do that for the uber beast. Which that, and I know I'm continuing on the ramp, but that incompetence scares me because it further proves that the Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns match is going to be incompetently fucked up. But we'll see. Maybe I'll be wrong, just like I have been a couple times here. So let's find out. Growing up watching him truly stacking people, regardless of if the record was real, 130 has to go. I love Goldberg, especially if my nostalgia pops out from my childhood growing up watching him truly stacking people, regardless of if the record was real, 139 or 100, 205, 200 and 0, like, it doesn't matter. It was the ideal. It was the storytelling behind it. Goldberg's well past that, and I understand you keep saying this. You want it for your son who didn't get this. I get it. At the very which I will agree is an admirable quality, and I will, <laughs> and I respect that far more of an old fart continuing this. Obviously, he gets paid, so let's not be daft. Obviously, he gets the bag, but I far more respect. The guy who gets the bag and is trying to legitimately do this so, you know, his son or daughter can see him wrestle because they weren't there when we were to watch him like we did as kids growing up. That's admirable over the guy who's just like, just give me the bag so I can, we don't want you here. It doesn't matter. I'm an icon. Give me the bag. I'll do my 10 minutes and go. It's what Brock Lesnar is turning into quite a bit. Before he had this lumberjack cowboy resurgence, he's starting to put in a little bit more effort now. Not a whole lot, but a hell of a lot more than he did when he returned from the UFC the first time. God, was that a grot-filled run. And a lot of it was on him because he was just being a lazy fuck who just was taking the money. That's the difference. 
Other than that, you knew you needed to go, Goldberg, and you need to go. Your son can be proud. Your son got to see you crack in real life Brock Lesnar's ribs at Survivor Series and win a title. Your son got to see you get obliterated by this giant almighty beast and you popped out of it. it, it if I was your son, that's where the stopping point should have been because you got your ass kicked. It's an inspiration tale outside of the storyline of wrestling, which makes it's an inspirational tale, something that Rudy could cheer for. Your son, that's where you should have stopped, where Bobby Lashley obliterated the fuck out of you, and then against all odds, you pulled it out and smashed Bobby Lashley and won. That's something your son can be proud of. That's something your son can go, hey, that, hey, I can go back and look in the archives. Maybe that wasn't his best match, but that was the best match I seen by him because I was there. That's where you should have stopped. Not this bullshit in Saudi Arabia that was an absolute fucking joke. This was an embarrassment to Goldberg's legacy. Almost more embarrassing than the time Goldberg lost, I think, which is also in Saudi Arabia. It might have been in Australia. These super shows, I can't keep up with them. But the point remains, it wasn't here in the States. But it's almost at the similar time where Goldberg lost to Goldberg where he fucked himself up and they had to change it because he fucked up and hurt himself and then he lost the match. Like It's time to go, Goldberg. You, you, you have nothing else to prove. Not just to me and the rest of the fans and fuck the haters that hate you. You have nothing else to prove and I'm sure your son is proud of you because I was proud of you on that day. Didn't like the storyline aspect of it, but I was proud of you on that day. And I was like, okay, Goldberg, you redeemed yourself even in storyline. It's time to go home. Gunslinger, please. Just like The Undertaker, which this induction, in, and, and, and we'll get in and finish this off, and then we'll get into the Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch correction, and then we'll end this episode. But for you two guys, please. Especially now The Undertaker. I understand somewhat beyond my nostalgia why The Undertaker kept going because he hasn't... Undertaker, you are now being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, which should have happened 10 years ago, by the way. Some could argue even more than that, and they'd probably be correct. But you are now being inducted into the Hall of Fame this WrestleMania year, please. Even if you do one more match at WrestleMania, let this be done. You've done you guys have done your time. You're the last outlaws. You you you've done your time. You've defended, Sheriff. It's time to put the gun in the holster, take the gun belt off, and hang it on the mantle and let a new generation of gunslingers come in. Cause now it's just getting fucking embarrassing. Let's continue. I've ran it on long enough. It's getting real fucking embarrassing from two of my favorite heroes who just refuse to fucking hang it up out of pride. It kind of hurts my heart. Also makes me hope that Stone Cold is not coming back for one more match. No. You didn't build it up good enough. A month and a half is not a good enough run. Stop it. 
Something like Stone Cold Steve Austin coming back should take at the very least six months. I would even argue an entire fucking year leading into the new WrestleMania. But, you know, what do I know? I'm just a dumbass Mark who's been watching this for years. We don't know any better, but the WWE obviously does because they're giving us, you know, milk bones and kibbles and bits that are bank and, and passing them off as banquet meals, you know, true banquets, not the shit you get in your freezer at the local Walmart. God, this is fucking bullshit, but let's continue. <laughs> Goldberg fucking demolish Roman Reigns and destroy him. To save face for Goldberg to still let him be there. And we can get past this. We, we, were already, we already went on a long enough rap. Goldberg lost. Woo, what a shock that was, right? Now let's get in where I really fucked up. The, the female elimination chamber. And it'll lead into our Bianca Balor. Because I didn't know. I didn't know. And, and I'm not even going to talk about the one arm tied behind her back Ronda Rousey match we're not talking about that abomination it was beneath all of us it was beneath Ronda those other four women in the ring excuse me three mass bad <laughs> those other three women in the ring it was it was beneath and it was, it was an embarrassment and beneath the fans all four of those women Ronda included and the WWE as a whole, it was a fucking waste of time. We're not going to talk about it. I gave you more than enough time just talking about it in these seconds. Fuck that shit. But it leads us to the Elimination Chamber and why I got this wrong. And we're going to discuss it. And then we're going to wrap this up. Wow. Maybe I just made a better match than what okay, almost so only second to Goldberg. It makes fucking Roman... Like so we did the, it doesn't matter now for that. Yeah, let's move wow. on. Agreed. Maybe I just made a better match Shut up. Why. You're an asshole. I'm going with Lita. However. So, I was right about this, um, but I was wrong. So I went with Lita initially, and if you actually listen to the episode, you, you can hear me say, no, I'm going with Whatever. Becky Lynch because it was a no-brainer. Because I thought this was like, for me, this was like a farewell match. And a lot of people are whispering in the wind that this actually might be a farewell match. I love Lita. However, I would have much rather seen Trish Stratus come out of retirement and have her run like Lita was teasing in her promo leading up to this match than Lita. Just for the simple fact, and I don't like doing this because I Contrary to the popular, I like to jest and jab at everybody. I jab myself. I'm a fat fucking motherfucker, half breed with an overbite. You know, who who cares what people say about you? But I do not like to talk about cosmetics, especially when it comes toward women, because now we have to go further down the line and debase them and make it about. However, that has to be put out there because. Whether anybody wants to admit it or not, this is a fucking economic, cosmetic world. This world runs on the money and the cosmetics for both men and female. And if you were going to pick one, Trish Stratus is in far better shape. Not just shape looks-wise, but in-ring shape. Because she stayed 
into the fucking ground, even when she wasn't doing this shit. On her side hustles, when she was acting and modeling, when she left the WWE, she was still sticking with what was going on in the professional wrestling business. Not just in the WWE, but in the indies, in Impact, all the companies that... Lita did not do that, and that's why I said Trish Stratus would have been a much better pick for this. We still would have known Trish would have lost, because come on. And it, and I was leading toward my dream match, which we could have... But maybe these guys really don't like each other, because outside of the fucking ring, they're spilling their tea. Because that's the only... Op- it makes no sense to me. Whatsoever. Unless you are pushing this to SummerSlam, which then I'll give you a forgiveness only if you build the fucking storyline up for that many months from the end of WrestleMania to SummerSlam. And bear with me, folks. I know I'm not saying what I'm supposed to be saying. I'm connecting the dots in my own head. My preference for WrestleMania would have been, and I stand by it, Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey at the main event for the title and then you give Charlotte whoever not so much so there's a kind of so let's let's go through this and let's hear me be wrong and then I'll correct myself cuz I'm correcting myself before I'm wrong let's not preemptive let's cuz and then we're going to really wrap this up cuz we're coming to enough so Alexa Bliss is winning that match. Let's move on. See, that was my hope. And I'll admit, that was part of my nostalgia, knowing that Alexa, my baby girl's coming back. Whew. Missed that little... You and Sasha, I miss both of you, because you look good, and, you, and you're great in the ring, and you look good doing it. So that was my nostalgia pick. Let's find out what actually happened. SmackDown Tag Team Title Man, Viking Raiders, Usos. Yeah, the Viking Raiders Usos match also doesn't need to be mentioned. We know the Usos still have their titles under fuckery. Once again, because I went, I literally, I, I literally, the Viking Raiders were coming out. I literally went to the bathroom to take a piss because I thought, okay, they'll be in there, they'll do some shenanigans, it'll be a decent match. No. I went into the bathroom to take a piss. I come out. Shenanigans happen. Ooh, so... This is what we're talking about. The shenanigans. And I'm doing... And the only reason why I'm glossing over is because we're running out of time. And I don't want to keep rambling on and on and on. But let's get to the meat and potatoes. The only two meat and potatoes were the Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns shit. The Goldberg. We discussed it. Now we get need to get to the women shit. False count anywhere. Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. Drew McIntyre. Another shit show. We knew. Yes, Drew McIntyre won that match. However, I got to go on record. God, Madcap. I'm glad you're good because Madcap took a dump that was nasty. He, like, a couple inches to the side, he could have had, at the very least, a Stone Cold Steve Austin incident where he stung his spine and at the very and at the most, he could have been paralyzed for the rest of his life. Just look it up on YouTube. Look it up the. Let's make sure we got this right. Drew McIntyre, Madcap Moss, 
Uh, elimination chamber. I don't know how you would say. I I would say Madcap Moss dropped on his head, or elimination chamber fuck ups. I don't know. But make sure you type in because I'm sure it's there. I'm. You could probably even go on WWE, their YouTube channel, and because they love promoting disaster. <laughs> but. Luckily, he's okay, but we knew Madcap Moss was not going to fucking win because he is a gimmick wrestler. I don't despise the man who is Madcap Moss. I despise the gimmick because it reminds me of, once again, 1994, early 90s WWF wrestling like Mantar and Bastion Booger. And Doink the Clown, and the Brooklyn Brawler, and Adam Bomb, and like stupid gimmick bullshit. Oh, yeah, and you know, the guy that Kane was before Kane became an uber badass, which, which shows us how different it can go when the fucking material is in the right hands, when you have competent story writers. Before Kane was Kane, he was. Isaac Yankum DDS. If you want a real treat to your ears, look up the theme on YouTube for Isaac Yankum DDS. It'll definitely put you into some ASMR mode. Promise. It's time and better. Rey Mysterio is a legend. Okay, we don't need as the Rey Mysterio match. Who cares? I'm going with Bobby Lashley retaining the title. Roman Reigns characters. So I was going with Bobby. So we're going into my full blown predictions. Here we go, and we're gonna find out where I was wrong. This is me straightforward going the predictions. We'll talk about what I would have rather seen, and then we'll wrap this up once and forever. Let's go. I like doing that. I don't know why. It pisses people off too. So, I'm one out of one so far. Ronda Rousey and Naomi are beating Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. Make no mistake about that. Because it bolsters both of those characters, so that's happening. So that's one. Alexa Bliss is winning that. Wrong. The Women's Elimination Chamber. The Usos are obviously going to retain their titles. Like, that's on. two. It's the Viking Raiders. Out of three. Let's not be stupid here. Drew McIntyre versus Drew McIntyre's winning, and like I said, the Miz is gonna take. So that's three with Drew McIntyre. There you go. Let's move on. And I'm sorry I'm being so quick about it, but we have a limited time here, and we I do. Not. We really do. Oh yeah, we're doing the match next. So let's go back because I went too far forward. So my pick was, my pick was. It doesn't matter. My pick was for Alexa Bliss. I truly thought that was going to happen, not knowing and understanding where we were going with this, not knowing that, and this is my fault, and once again, this is why, hammer home, do your research. I didn't do my research knowing that beforehand that Ronda Rousey already picked Charlotte Flair. If I knew that, I would have been able to adjust and knew that the person that won the Elimination Chamber, because this is an other no-brainer, I would have picked Bianca Belair. Because that's a no-brainer, especially after that disgusting SummerSlam match we had that nobody has gotten over, myself included, because it was just so fucking pathetic. 
you have this strong, powerful young black girl who has this momentum. Like, you want to talk about to the moon? All my NXT fans will know that reference. But you want to talk about to the moon? You had it to the moon. And then for a bag of beans and nostalgia, you squashed her in less than 30 seconds. It wasn't that she lost, it's that you squashed her. Further, you know, you talk about Tony Khan in the KKK, but you lick Vince McMahon's lollipop. You might want to direct a little more of your KKK shit toward Vincent Kennedy. And I'm not even saying he's in the KKK, I'm just saying his treatment of black individuals of as far as professional wrestling is concerned has been far more egregious than anything Tony Khan has done. I'm just saying. Granted, you're still young yet, Tony. Uh, Vince has had decades to do far more than you have, but we'll see. Can you beat him? Because you're obviously obsessed with him. Your actions, your voice, your deeds, all of it show that you are absolutely obsessed with fucking Vincent Kennedy McMahon. So maybe... You'll become a parody of him. Who knows? That's the future. Anyway, that's enough of this bullshit. I tried to correct myself. We went on a little rant here. It's time to get ready to go to work, cook some food. And all that jazz. You know, we did what we needed to do. Uh, the next the next episode... The next episode will be far more structured. Because we'll be doing some reviews... We will have no wrestling talk whatsoever. I'm sorry to break that news to folks, but I think I'm going to go far more into, you know, sci-fi and horror movies. I want to talk about two movies that I think are 100% overrated and I cannot stand them. And this is going to get me in a lot of trouble with the horror community especially, but I do not get a, give a fuck. It's also going to get me in trouble with the Our House community, but I don't give a fuck about you motherfuckers either. I care less about you than the horror community because you're, gar you're garbage snobs, so you're rebel scum, so fuck you. But anyway, that, that that's for a next episode. Try and guess what two films I hate the most as far as that were pawned off as horror films that if you really broke them down technically let alone structurally you could see they're not horror films but he has a new film coming out it's highly anticipated it's about vikings there's your hint let's find out at any rate, who the fuck cares? Let's finish this off. I hope you guys are having a good week. I'll talk to you soon. Hopefully. Love you guys. I love all of you. Every single one of you. So let's go out there and get it. Let's whoop some ass. If you're so inclined, suck some good dick and eat some good pussy. That is the mantra around here. The mantra. Do those three things and you're on the path to victory. Love you guys. Peace.